0: This is Cody Smith, and you're listening to the Virtuous Coach Podcast. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Virtuous Fitness Podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to make one quick announcement. This is not something that I do very often, but I want to open it up to the listeners of this very show. So I am going to be taking on two more mentor clients into my mentorship group for up-and-coming coaches and gym owners just like you. You probably have come to this show because you want to level up in your coaching and uh, education, you want to be better, you want to grow more, you want to make more money, get more clients, help more people, and if that's you, I want you to just hit pause on the show right now. Head over to Instagram and shoot me a direct message. I am at Coach Cody Smith. Shoot me that message. Say that you are interested in jumping into the mentorship group. We'll schedule a call and I'll answer any questions that you have about it and then we can move forward. Again, I'm only going to be doing this for two more mentor clients. I try to keep this extremely small because it allows me to work with all of my clients that I mentor at a high level. If I do, you know, if I get crazy and I grow this thing too big, then I won't be able to keep it exclusive and to be able to provide the type of value that I I want to provide inside of that. So if you're a person that is a gym owner and you want to level up in your gym, you want to get more clients, make more money, or if you're just an up and coming coach that just wants to be better and grow more and expand in your coaching practice, then go ahead and shoot me that direct message on Instagram, and then uh, we'll see if we you know if you're a right fit, and we'll jump on a strategy call. So like I said, I wanted to make that announcement because it is very fitting for the topic of today's podcast. So I made a post on Instagram. A handful of months ago and I essentially just made a post about how to become the best coach possible and then one of the subtitles to that was how to not suck at coaching. Now I, I, I put that headline up purely because I think that more than ever there there's just at any given time you can scroll on your social media, you can go on Facebook, you can just look up online coaches and gym owners and they're just you know, from, you know, across the United States. There are just collections of terrible coaching out there. Now, I say terrible coaching not because, you know, I'm trying to be controversial, I'm trying to, you know, poke people in the wrong way or really rub people in the wrong way, but Honestly, I think that there are a bunch of people out there that are just looking to prey on people who want to be more healthy, who want to be more fit, who want to be more in their life, and they prey on them, and they do that through terrible coaching practices. They focus solely on marketing and not enough on their service, their product, who they are as individuals or who they are as coaches in their expertise. So, I made this post and it got a ton of, you know, responses, a ton of shares and then a lot of questions uh, really that were follow-up questions to this very post. So, I wanted to to elaborate on each one of the I guess you could say uh, bullet points that I put inside of this post. And then again, if you have follow-up questions, don't ever hesitate to reach out. I love connecting with you guys in the messages and answering your questions. Now, before we jump into this show, I need another thing from you. I need you to hit pause on this show again, right? Because you've already sent me that message that you want to jump on a strategy call. But I want you to hit pause in this show. I want you to head on over to iTunes and leave this show a five-star rating, and review. Honestly, that is you participating in the show, and it helps us to go up the charts because I just have this vision that I want this show for you know the functional fitness people out there, the CrossFitters out there. I want this show to be a place where you can come and learn, you can come and grow, and you can walk away more motivated and more educated than you were when you got here. So how you're going to help me to reach more people just like you is to leave that five star rating and review. The second thing you can do would be to take a screenshot on your phone, post it on your Instagram story, your Facebook story, wherever you do social media, post it there and make sure to tag me in it. I am at Coach Cody Smith on pretty much any platform that you go through. And then again, that allows me to not only just reshare it on my story and to show you some love, but it allows me to connect with you guys in the messages where we have so many great conversations, and I just want to keep that thing going. So again, leave that five-star rating and review on iTunes, and then go ahead and take that screenshot, and then without any further ado, we're going to jump into the content for today's show. So again, the topic of this show is how to become the best coach possible. And I believe this to be the real truth, guys. I believe that this is something that you have to focus on if you are a coach or gym owner or a coach of coaches, if you want to provide the you know the most impact possible and you want to be the most valuable as a coach. And really like it's not enough to just, you know, have a coaching certification, but you have to be interested in being better as a coach and really advancing in your coaching practice and, and being optimistic and being very self-aware is something that I think is extremely important. So I'm going to jump into seven different bullet points for you today. I'm going to you know, dive into what each one of those means to me. And then again, if you have follow-up questions, reach out to me. So again, to not suck at coaching, first and foremost, this is number one, I think you have to be your first case study. Right? You have to try your methods on yourself first before you can ever deliver a solution with a, uh, any particular method that you think you understand without knowing how it understand how it works in the first place. Now, I'll give you a perfect example. This is a real-world example of what I am working on right now. I've been extremely intrigued by just new training methods off and on for the past several years. And, and again, I came up primarily as a CrossFit coach only. I only went to CrossFit specific certifications. I was a competitive CrossFitter. I would just nerd out on anything that was competitive CrossFit. Now, what's happened over the years is I've started to really get interested in things like powerlifting. I've gone deep in Olympic weightlifting. I've got into bodybuilding. I've got into functional bodybuilding. And just any variation of training that I have come across, I make sure to learn as much as I can about it. Matter of fact, I'm going to be writing a blog uh, this week, actually, at the time of recording this show, I'm going to be writing a blog going into every different training method that I have jumped into and learned over the past four to five years. So again, I've I become addicted to every different type of training method and just addicted to understanding how it works, why it works, why people say it works, uh, all of it. Now, what I've recently jumped into is to interval weight training. Now, some people might say like, oh, that's just doing, you know, a CrossFit workout. And really, if you look and you take a deep dive into the history, who came up with it. Matter of fact, I just recorded an episode on what it is. I've made several posts on it. Interval weight training is is essentially taking a concurrent training method and putting it into one singular workout. Now, to me, that's very intriguing because that goes against all the traditional ways of thinking with gaining muscle, getting better, increasing performance in any particular thing. But what the the uh, the history of it, the person who made it his name is Patrick O'Shea. what he essentially said is that if you combine these things in a way that makes sense, you can actually benefit in both. You can create, you can increase your VO2 max, you can increase muscle mass, you can increase strength all through training in this way. Now, because I know that most of the people that I work with in our gyms, people that I coach online, because I know that most people are looking to get stronger, gain more muscle, lose body fat, because that's like the typical thing that I see. Because I know that, I became very intrigued with understanding what IWT training could look like if I were to implement. Now, I also highly, you know, I highly lean on my CrossFit history and, and how I came up because I think that is a valuable training method, but I also take things like bodybuilding, and powerlifting, and I combine them, and again, it's always gonna be based off of the particular person that I'm working with or that I have in front of me. So because I came so intrigued by this IWT method, I, I wanted to start using it with my clients. Now, I didn't want to start using it with my clients until I understand, number one, how it felt. Number two, how to implement it in a way that made sense for the client's training day, training cycle, whatever they're working on. And I wanted to make sure that it was something that, pe- that was enjoyable and that people could actually wrap their head around and actually show up to do because we know that if a person is going to get results, the thing that is most important is that they have to show up and do whatever it is that they're doing consistently. Okay, so I jumped in and for the past six weeks now, I have included an IWT session into several of the days of my week inside of my training program so that I can understand what happens with it, why it happens, how it feels, how to implement the most appropriately, and to continue to add it into my training philosophy as a whole. Now, I have taken myself and made my case or, or used myself as a case study. I have done this with every single training methodology that I've ever used with any single person along the years, including CrossFit. I was the out, you know, I jumped into CrossFit and did it for a year and a half before I ever trained my first person. Now, I think it's important that if you are a coach who wants to be better, who wants to really, truly help people and give them sustainable results for a long period of time, you have to test your methods on yourself first, right? Now, later on, for after you've done that several times and you've got a good understanding, maybe you've developed your philosophy, I think it's OK to follow other people's programs. But if you ever want to just go and implement something new, You cannot just simply take something that you read about or something that you read a research paper on or something that you did a certification in just to do it without attempting the methods on yourself first and getting a good understanding of that. So if you're going to be a better coach, if you're going to not, quote unquote, suck at coaching, first and foremost, you have to be your case study. You have to be the person that you try any new method on before you're going to try it on anybody else. Okay, that's number one number two keep a white belt mentality now I heard this a number of years ago and I continue to hear this from different coaches that I follow and different people that I learn from but ultimately what I mean by keeping a white belt mentality you can take this another level and you could just say stay dumb that's something that Luca Josevar loves to say he says as a coach you have to stay dumb and you have to stay curious and I love that because it pretty much says that you don't know everything and that you know that you don't know everything but you're always constantly searching to be better. Now, when you keep a white belt mentality, you have to make an attempt to learn every single day for at least 30 minutes and then write it down. I mean, there, there's there's a number of different studies that show that retention of an idea is increased by as much as like 40% by just simply writing the thing that you are learning down. Right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big believer in Constantly podcasting, constantly listening to audiobooks, constantly watching motivational and different educational videos as often as I can. I mean, just this morning, you know, I, I'm going through a, a particular goal right now. I'm terrible with my sleep. I'm terrible with, you know, trying to to do the most possible and to squeeze every amount of work that I can out of a 24 hour period. And when I say work, I mean I've got three sons, a wife, a, a puppy and uh, two businesses that I run, and I've got 10 team members that all need me at any given time. I've got hundreds of clients. Because there's there so much that needs to be done every day, I'm so guilty of staying up super late and waking up early so that I can keep doing what I'm doing. Now, because I know that that's a weakness of mine, I made an attempt over the past 90 days to really focus on my sleep. So this morning, you know, I, I slept my eight hours last night. I got up this morning at 7.30. I needed to go get some blood drawn. So, you know, I went to the local lab place, on the way there, I had 15 minutes. What do you think I did? I listened to a podcast from Garrett White. Garrett White is, a, is a, the guy who runs Wake Up Warrior. Wake Up Warrior is a, a male entrepreneur or, or, or married men who are entrepreneurs coaching program. I love his mindsets. I love the things that he, teaches, that he teaches from time to time. So I listened to that podcast on the way there. Once I got there, I wrote down the lesson that I learned from it. Then went into my appointment, came back out. I threw on my audiobook. I'm listening to a book from an author named uh, Austin Cleon right now. It's called Steal Like an Artist. Um, I listened to that on the way home. Got home with my boys while I was... Uh, getting laundry ready for the day. I, my wife and I have this staying in the house. You know, again, I'm super busy all the time. We tend to, on the weekends now, have uh, baseball with our son. So uh, we used to find like our weekends was the time we would do laundry and things like that. So now we've started this new routine to where we run a load of laundry every single day. Sounds simple, but my routine is we collect all the dirty clothes in the house, my sons and I, we put it in the laundry then uh, we start the washing machine and we go throughout our day. So as I'm doing laundry, as I'm making beds, as I'm doing dishes and getting ready to to sit down to record this podcast for you guys, what do you think I was doing? I was learning something. The minute I sat down before this podcast, I wrote down the lesson that I learned from the podcast that I was listening to. I was listening to a gym owner podcast. So it's this throughout the day, I I go above and beyond that because I'm just addicted to personal growth. So I do this with every single aspect, jiu-jitsu, I do this with uh, understanding program design, nutrition, you name it. I obsessively learn about things, but I am always open to learning every single day. I have the mentality that, you know, I'm a, again, I'm a jujitsu brown belt, like, if you come in and you keep a white belt mentality, meaning the first, thing that, the first belt that you get in jujitsu is a white belt, if you come in as a white belt mindset every single day and look to learn and to grow in every capacity every single day, you will be a better coach. You will be a better person. You will be a better father, mother, daughter, sister, uncle, brother, whatever you are, you will be better at it because you are interested in growing. I have never, again, in my 10 years of being an entrepreneur, I have yet to meet one person that has any level of success that is not obsessively interested in growing and learning every single day, who is open to learning. Now, some of the most terrible, most unpleasant people to be around that I've ever met in my life who are maybe have a little bit of success but will have yet to break through to the next level, those people are the ones that think that they understand it all and that they know it all. So just something to kind of keep in perspective. If you are a coach that does not want to suck, you have to keep a white belt mentality every single day. Number three, and, and this, I actually kept it on a post-it note on my desk for a number of years. Become obsessed with your client's problems, okay? Become, I'm going to say that again for you. Become obsessed with your client's problems. Think more with the mindset of how can I solve my client's problems unless thinking about, you know, how can I give them, help them to gain muscle? How can I help them to lose fat? How can I help them to perform better? If you just simply solve their problems, those other things solve themselves. Because a lot of times we know this, if you've been coaching for a long period of time and a person comes to you and they wanna lose fat, they wanna gain muscle, they wanna perform better, they wanna accomplish a particular thing, pull ups, muscle ups, they wanna, You know, be able to do all of the gymnastic skills in their their group training programs. They they just want to do something. It is almost always tied to a problem that they have. Once you make the switch in your mindset to understanding that as a coach, you are simply trying to solve problems, once you make that switch, that's when the truly great results and transformations happen for your clients. But you have to think a lot about the problems that they have, and how you can solve them in the most efficient way possible for them. So become obsessed with your client's problems and think less about the other things. If you just simply solve the problems that they have, you will get them to where they want to be. Number four, as a coach, deliver more than a training program and nutrition advice. Yes, we love the, the science. I, I'm the first one that would, in the past, would fall super, I was super guilty of this. I used to be so obsessed with program design, and I still am. I used to be so obsessed with the greatest, most, you know, super special macro setting that a person, I could give a person. And, and great, these things are important, but we have to remember as coaches what we do. I mean, literally think about the word coach. The word coach is is pretty much from the airline industry, right? If you think about it, a coach, coach, same as coach seating in an airplane. When you sit down in an airplane, what happens? You go from one place, point A, to point B in coach. So a coach takes a person from point A to point B. We identify where they are. We identify where they want to be. And then as the coaches, we fill their gap with the things that they need to do. So it's not just a workout regimen. It's showing up for them daily. It's providing them with accountability. I go as deep with my clients. Again, with with me, with, with our coaching at Virtuous, we don't just simply think about the workout program and the nutrition. We coach the person. Right? I, just the other week, I sat down and went through an entire like, scheduling process. I taught my uh, client how to do block scheduling, how to plan their day, how to have a morning routine, how to think. Right? I, I, have a, I have a client right now that is simply learning and reading something every single day. I, I encourage them to start reading about leadership because they're in a leadership role. And every single day, I, you know, I encourage this person to send me a message of the lesson that they had. And what's been so amazing about watching just this one example happen is that I have seen this person completely transform who they are and who they're becoming just simply by doing that one little thing. And yes, I'm also helping with nutrition. I'm also providing a workout program. And because I'm coaching more than just a workout program and their nutrition, guess what's happening? they're also doing better in their workouts and their nutrition just simply by focusing on some of the outside things. So remember we deliver as coaches more than training a program and more than nutrition advice. Number 5. Become a better communicator, guys. I can't say this enough. And I was having a conversation recently with my wife with you know we were we were kind of you know we're in this place with our son going through uh, school right now. He's in middle school and You know, some of the things that they're encouraged to learn, you know, your your typical things, your English, your math, your sciences, all these different pieces. But I just have this particular belief that, honestly, in my profession, like as a coach, as a gym owner, as an entrepreneur, like I don't use those things in my day to day life nearly as much as just communicating better. This podcast is an example. If you go back and you listen, I mean, you may listen to the show now and think I'm terrible at communicating, but you might go back and listen to some of my earlier episodes when I first started this. I was terrible. I did. You'll you'll notice that there's a lot of pod, there's a lot of interviews, there's a lot of Q and A's, there's a lot of mixed topics inside of the podcast, and it's simply because I couldn't communicate or conversate on a singular topic for long enough. I wasn't as good a communicator. That's part of the reason why I got into the whole you know, social media game is that I just needed to be able to communicate my thoughts and my philosophies and my methods better. Well, how do you do that? You speak it. You communicate more. You produce different things, video, audio, having conversations with people, running seminars. For As a coach, those are the things that I did to get better at communicating. So as we were having a conversation about like our son's, you know, the type of success that he's going to see and how he's going to become to be a better person, I have this belief that if you can communicate better, if you can market, if you understand money, if you understand uh, economics, and you understand how to produce something, how to create instead of how to take, that's where I believe that success comes from. And all of the best coaches that I've ever met, both inside of my own training facility, mentor clients that I've worked with, the coaches that I've been coached by, they are always the best communicators. The best communicators always have the most influence with people. And really, when you can have influence over people, you can create real change. Without that influence, you're not gonna move the needle for them. And again, any any type of coaching relationship I've ever had where I couldn't move that person forward is because I didn't communicate in a way that worked for them. I didn't communicate my message enough to them for them to believe in it. I had to level up my communication. And again, every time that's happened to me, it doesn't happen so much anymore, but <clears throat> anytime that's happened to me in the past, I always had to take that as a learning opportunity to communicate on a higher level. So become a better communicator, that's going to be number five for how to not suck at coaching. Number six, be a professional. I say again, be a damn professional. I can't say that enough. Every single person on my team hears me yell this from the rooftops at them all the time. Any conversation we have, anything we do in a team meeting, it is always circled around being a professional. That means cut your hair, shave your face. If you are, you know, for us at at Virtuous, all of our coaches wear a, a shirt that says coach and it's nice that they wear on the floor. They can't come on the floor with slippers and flip-flops and stuff like that. They have to look like a professional coach to coach on my floor at Virtuous Fitness. And I would would argue that any coach should carry themselves and show up in a certain way that makes them look more professional. The only way that the coaching industry as a whole or gyms as a whole are going to be taken seriously is if we show up in a more professional manner. I mean, if think if you went to a doctor's office and you showed up and they're in jeans and t-shirt and they, you know, they, you know, they got their hair all crazy and you know, they're not put together that particular day, they're going to totally look like an amateur and you're not going to let them go anywhere near you with any sort of medical treatment. Well, the same could be said about being a coach. If you're an online coach and you just sit, if you're listening to the show and you're an online coach and you're like, well, I coach online, I sit behind a computer all day, then do it for yourself. I guarantee that if you put yourself together for the day and then you sit down and you create content you answer emails, you answer messages, and you post on your social media accounts and you f- you look better, you will likely feel better, and you will likely show up in a bigger way for your clients. So again, be a professional. An amateur makes amateur mistakes. They don't put themselves together. They show up late. They... they put their hands in their pockets when they're coaching their clients. They they do not put on a show, if you will. Professional realizes that they are a performer. You have to make sure that your clients have the best, you know, hour or, or minutes or whatever their interaction time with you is every day. You have to make sure that that interaction is the best one possible for them. And a professional also realizes that these very details matter. Not too long ago, I went to a coaching, a coaching um, seminar with uh, Mr. Cody McBroom and Sam Miller, where we were kind of jumping into program design. We talked a little bit about hormones and nutrition for or nutrition for hormone balance and stuff. And we did it in this gym and local to me here in Seattle, a big, huge coaching facility. And we were actually doing the clinic inside of a uh, spin bike room off the uh, I, I guess the perimeter of the gym. And <clears throat> we're on one of our lunch breaks and. I go out and I go to the bathroom, get something to drink, and then I'm walking back towards the spin bike area where I was going to sit back down and jump back into this clinic and be a part of it. And as I was walking back, I see a coach who was training uh, her, her clients. She was a personal trainer on the floor there, and the client was on something like a TRX machine. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I'm looking at this huge facility, and There's so much cool gear around. It's probably a couple million dollars worth of gear and facility and infrastructure that goes with it. And here it is. There's a coach coaching a client on the floor who's probably working their butt off and trying to be more to to achieve a result, to, you know, transform their life. And if you think about just that very thought, it actually drives me insane when I see coaches that don't just get fired up by this, because it makes, me, makes them want, it makes me want to tell them to get out of my profession. If you don't care and love your clients and want to see them be successful, and you, want to, you don't want to help them to get over the hump when they need you the most, if you're a coach that is not concerned about this, you need to quit turn this podcast off. Quit your damn job and, and go work for somebody else. Get out of my profession and quit murking in the waters. But I'm sitting there, and, 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 and if it seems like I'm getting fired up about this is because it just blows my mind. I'm walking back to the room, and as I'm walking down this giant hallway, and I'm looking over to the, the coaching floor, there's a coach standing there while their client is working their face off, and they've got their arm crossed, and they look like they're not even interested. Keep in mind, that coach is probably making $100 for that session. If a person's going to pay you $100 for an hour, and you do not motivate them, you do not educate them, empower them, and entertain them, then you're a terrible coach and you need to quit your job, period. So realize that as a coach, you have to show up as a professional. What would a professional have done in that situation that I saw? Probably would have had their arms uncrossed. Probably would have been setting the gear up for that person. Probably would have been in their face, encouraging them them to get that next rep. Probably would have been standing there with a water bottle in their hand, ready to hand them their water. Probably should have been loading their bar, taking off clamps, putting on clamps, encouraging them, helping them with any single thing and putting on a show for them so that when that client walked out today, they felt motivated and they felt like they had a great session. So it doesn't matter if you're a group coach, doesn't matter if you're online, doesn't matter if you're a gym owner, doesn't matter what type of coaching you are. If you coach in some capacity, show up as a professional or you suck. Number seven. And and, and honestly, guys, out of all of these seven things, this is probably one of the most important ones. And why I actually pitched to you in the beginning of this show is because coaching changed my life. Coaching made me who I am. It made me a better father, it made me a better husband, it made me a better leader, and it made me a better coach. I think sometimes that in the coaching industry, we get into coaching, and I've had this conversation a number of times, we think because we're coaches, we don't need coaches, right? But that kind of takes me back to having a white belt mentality and knowing that you don't know everything. And I'm not sitting here claiming to say that I know everything but I know that I have invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into coaching so that I know as much possible. And I know that there's not too many people that I met that have done that same thing. So this next one is going to be probably the most important. Hire yourself a coach. Hire yourself a coach and pay good money for it. Because when you pay, you pay attention. I mean, think right now. I was having a conversation yesterday with somebody, and you know we were kind of talking about coaching and, you know you know he wanted to give some programming away and he wanted to you know help this person and 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 why I do think there are some times that you should give something away for free to get somebody interested or to just be helpful or to just give some value. It's been my experience that when you give something away for free or you don't value something, you probably don't care very much about it. Now, what I mean by that is that, At this time of recording this show, it's at least $100 to work with me in a personal training capacity. $100, cash, for an hour of my time. Now, that's not saying, that's not to impress you. That's not to say, like, oh, look at Cody. He's so important. He's, you know, he... He's he's money-driven. I'm just simply saying that I've spent 10 years learning to be the best coach possible and that I feel that value is worth something. I mean, we'll go pay hundreds of dollars to get seen by one doctor for a period of time where they walk in. And again, I just had a functional medicine doctor on named Dr. Nick, and I'm going to be actually releasing his episode. Um, By the time you're listening to this episode, it's probably going to be out. But he talks about how doctors will go through and they're supposed to see as many patients as possible in a, in a given amount of time. So they're actually encouraged to come in to see you faster to move on to the next one. Now, that, that's not saying that it has anything to do with the doctor. It just has so much to do with the structure of how Western medicine is now. And I'm not going to go into to that. And if you're offended, I, I don't care. You probably should realize that this is the problem. But the reason why I say that is because you'll go in, you'll spend that 10 or 15 minutes and not think twice about whether you or your insurance company just paid a couple hundred dollars for that doctor's time. right? It's because they went to school, you realize that there's a lot of, a lot of hard work that goes into that, blah, blah, blah. Well, the same thing goes into coaching. As an example, like I used to charge personal training anywhere between $15 and $25 for an hour. $15 to $25 for an hour in some cases, it, you go buy a couple of coffees from any local coffee shop, you're going to spend more money than that. But we're talking about somebody who is going to help you to change your life. So think about that for a second. So the reason why I tell you that story is because now I invest so heavily in my coaching for myself and for people who mentor me It is so easy for me to preach about coaching and scream it from the top of every roof that I could possibly get on how important a coach is in people's life, especially now during all this virus stuff and, you know, all of the, the, you know, people that are paying so much attention to things that have nothing to do with health. I mean, there was just recently talking about giving vaccines for a Krispy Kreme donut why don't we, I don't know, give a free gym membership? Why don't we government subsidize a gym membership for people so that more people aren't sick, so more people don't have poor immune systems? Now, I'm not going to go on a full rant about that, but as a coach, hire yourself a coach, considering that being coached does not end when you become one. Okay, It's a lifelong journey and 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 when you are coach it stays on your in your mind what it feels like to be on the receiving end of being coached it allows you to t- to continue to grow and to advance it allows you to understand that the value of coaching is so important and it actually makes you value your own coaching more all right so listen guys that is the seven things that i believe will help you to not only be a better coach, but to just suck a little less, guys, to just be a little bit better. I can't tell you, and, and, I, and I'm so passionate about this, I cannot tell you how important or what, how, how much I believe in the role of what a coach plays in the world nowadays. Fitness and health, and, and, and some, depending on how you look at it, You know, maybe historically we're, we're better off or living more now. But there's almost like this bell curve decline happening to where we've got all the means to be probably some of the healthiest, you know, healthiest beings ever in history. And we've got a decline in health and a completely broken system that can actually help people to battle things like a coronavirus or any sort of flu or really anything. Diabetes is rampant. Depression is rampant. My blood pressure is rampant. Mental health issues are rampant. I mean, this is something that is just exploding. And as coaches, we're frontline workers. We're the people that are openly battling this. And if you do these seven things that I share with you today, you will be better. And listen, guys, just like I said in the beginning of the show, I'm opening up my mentorship group to two coaches only. Right? I, I will sit down and have a phone conversation with each one of you to make sure that you are the best fit for my mentorship group. If you, feel you if you feel you are that person, you can either email me. I'm Cody at VirtuousFit.com. or you can go into Instagram and shoot me a direct message. I'd love to hop on, hop on a strategy call with you and make sure that you know we are a great fit to, work together. So thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I look forward to having conversations with you guys on your strategy calls, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and tuning into the Virtuous Coach podcast. I release episodes every single week. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any. You can learn more about me by following me over at Instagram and Facebook at Coach Cody Smith. Lastly, and before you go, I would love your help please head on over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star rating and review. This is how we grow the show and continue to bring impactful information to you. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you on the next episode.